What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell and I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Visions Buchanan Campus. And today we are continuing our study of the book of Ephesians with chapter 6 verses 1 through 4 and I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. It says this, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Well, I love that we get to focus on just these four verses today, but real quick, what I want to do is just remind us of the context of where we are and what's happening in the book of Ephesians. Apostle Paul wrote the book of Ephesians to the believers in Ephesus. And we know from Acts and the story of his time there with the Ephesians that Ephesus was a city that was just absolutely overcome by idolatry, paganism, magic, all sorts of evil um, activities. And so, of course, for these new believers, for these believers that Paul was writing to, how to live a godly life, a Christ-centered Um, life is something that they very much needed to know. They needed direction on how to walk in a manner worthy. And so in the first couple of chapters of Ephesians, you know, Paul is explaining that the Gentiles have access to this gospel and what an amazing thing that is and explains that. And he, he, in chapter three, goes on to talk about the mystery of the gospel. And then as we move into chapters four and five, we see how to live it out, how to walk in this manner worthy. And then Especially in chapters five and six, we're going to see some addressing of familial relationships, how to handle relationships. And, you know, as I continue this study, as I look at these verses, I'm just reminded and comforted that our God is a God of relationship. Um, He is not some far off God that we do not have access to. Through his son, Jesus, we have shocking access to God, our father. Um, and so that's that's a really powerful, wonderful thing. And it's not just that we have access, but we have relationship. He desired, he designed us to have relationship with him and he pursues us in that. So I just love that. And then of course, who better to help us then understand those next most important intimate relationships within the family. And we've just come out of the verses that talk about how husbands and wives should interact and how it mirrors Christ in the church. What a beautiful picture that is. And now in chapter six, verses one through four, we get to deep dive just a little on the next relationships that are core to a family unit, which is children and parents. And this is also a beautiful mirror of our relationship with God in the sense that we are the children of God under his leadership. He has full authority over us as God, our father. And that's a similarly um, mirrored here in the relationship between our human children and parents is that um, children have a command to obey their parents in the Lord, 
for this is right. And Paul, as he's telling them this, he's reminding them in verse 2 of the fifth commandment, which is honor your father and mother, the first command with a promise. And I just love this because while honor your father and mother, the um, commandment of the Ten Commandments, is a very broad term, honor. There's so many things encompassed within honor. And part of that that Paul is emphasizing here for children is obedience. Children are to obey. They are under the leadership of their parents. Where in a um, marital relationship, a husband and a wife, they have equal opportunity to talk about and to share in um, decision making. And then, of course, um, that, you know, the husband has the leadership to carry that forward. But then within the children and parents situation, children do not have the equal voice necessarily. Obviously, we want to encourage them to be um, to understand. And we're going to get to that, the discipline and instruction of the Lord. But ultimately, they are under the authority um, of the parents. And so I think it's interesting here in verse one that Paul talks about this obedience piece and then also quotes the original um, commandment. And I, for me, one of the things that stands out is that when you hear children obey your parents, um, I just my personal opinion, I think it's um, probably one of the top five most quoted verses in the Bible. Do you think children obey your parents? How many parents have quoted this verse? How many um, times have you said it? How many times has it been said to you? Certainly it's something we're familiar with that children are to obey. But a lot of times we use that term quite flippantly or even more as a weapon than as a tool. And so that's where verse four comes in. Hey, listen, it's a tool for discipline and for instruction, um, not just uh, for dominance per se. But it is interesting here that the language used relating to the submission of children to their parents is actually similar. It's the same word ultimately that, that relates to slaves and masters. So again, just a difference in hierarchy here between the marital relationship versus children and parents. But what I think when we hear children obey your parents is we kind of envision children, right? Young children, um, toddlers, um, grade schoolers, tweens and teens. Um, that's what we automatically think of. And yes, they are under the authority of their parents as long as they're in their home um, and have not yet established families of their own. So, But then there is the second part of the overall commandment, which is honor your father and mother. So as children, obedience is part of that honoring, but honor your father and mother goes beyond just when we live in their household, right? This is a lifelong command to honor our father and our mother, where I think Paul's also emphasizing here that as children, part of that honoring is to obey um, and to obey, honestly, um, kind of without question, without argument. And so in the Lord, and I think that's a phrase that we don't want to miss here. It's in verse one and in verse four. In verse one, it says, obey your parents in the Lord. And then in verse four, it says, bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And that's so important because we all are affected day in and day out by dysfunction within our families and the many families around us. This is a broken, fallen world. And we unfortunately are beneficiaries of that, right? We um, have to deal with the aftermath and the fallout from these broken, dysfunctional relationships. 
but God has provided a way. He's provided a model and he's showing us that, hey, when we are connected to him in the Lord, of the Lord, that there is a way for healthy, functioning families to move forward and to break those cycles of sin and of pain. So part of that involves children obeying their parents, but children will naturally be more inclined to obey their parents when their parents do not provoke them to anger, but actually bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And one thing that just really stands out to me here that I think is a lesson that all parents must learn is that there's a big difference between punishment and discipline. Punishment is often done in anger and just as an as a act of retribution, whereas discipline is a totally different um, perspective. The root of dis- discipline is actually disciple. And when we look at parenting as discipling our children, um, it's, a, it's a much different point of view. We're not just trying to stop bad behaviors or quote bad behaviors and promote quote good ones. No, we really want to bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, equipping them to live as children now, but then as future husbands and wives in their own families in the future. And so it's a high, high calling and it's a divine appointment um, for caregivers over children. And again, we know that this is a broken world. There are many, many factors and variables within families, but the reality is this extends to whomever the caregivers are. So um, we want to honor our caregivers as children and then in in our adult life as well. But then as caregivers, we also want to be careful not to provoke our children to anger, but to truly disciple them in the ways of the Lord. Um, and, and instruction of the Lord. And it makes such a huge difference in the trajectory of a family and in um, really the blessing of a family and what God's going to do in that situation. So um, take heart, um, be of good courage, as other verses have said. Parenting is hard um, and being parented is hard. And so we need a lot of grace. We need the Lord. Um, we need his wisdom and his um, gospel to really motivate everything that we do. And so, um, again, if, if you come from a family of origin that is highly dysfunctional or you are even in a family situation now that um, feels broken and hopeless, please take heart. Um, the Lord is with you and he is for you and families are for us. God has given them to us for our good and for his glory. And I just love, you know, Brady has used this analogy in many, many sermons, but it's these guidelines, these commands are for us, not to us. It's for our good that that these are in place. And so um, we'll be blessed by following him. And and again, first commandment with a promise. How special is that? Um, That honoring our father and mother um, has lifelong benefits. And so I hope that this encourages you today. I hope that um, you feel the optimism and the beauty of the relationships that God has designed for us to have. um, And that if we will just fully rest in him, he will help us to continue Um, fostering those relationships in um, beautiful and productive ways for his ultimate kingdom. So I hope that you will join us back here tomorrow as we continue on in Ephesians 6 and that you will be blessed as you continue your week. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. 
To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.